Hello, good morning. Welcome to Joy News Desk. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kokum Limli. We're on DTT because we're free to on DSTV channel 421 and Go TV channel 125. Coming up this morning, we'll be telling you about the Akonsombo Dam spillage and its attendant flats because some victims in the Sojaman district of the eastern region are distraught as a result of the destruction caused to the economic activities. Also this morning, IGP dismisses reports that personnel from the Ghana Police Service brutalized and manhandled demonstrators taking part in the recently held Julobi House protest by the Democracy Hub. More in its engagement with the Trades Union Congress. Plus, we'll put a spotlight on the terrible nature of uh, Kejibrum Pohok Bensu Road and how it is affecting the operations of key businesses in that enclave in the western region. And amid the raging war in the Middle East, we have been engaging the representatives of both factions here in Ghana, and they have been sharing their positions on the Israel-Hamas war and the way forward. We'll bring you assets of both ambassadors. We have business also coming up in this bulletin. My name is Aisha Ryan. Do stay for details. Flood victims in the Sojaman district of the eastern region are pleading with government and individuals to support them financially having lost their homes and economic lives. Communities upstream, including Kudekope, have been taken over by the flood with affected houses collapsing in the process. Abu Mekbeji, Jijokope, among others downstream, are bearing the brunt of the Kusumbo Dam spillage by the Voter River Authority. This came to light when Chief Executive Officer of the National Youth Authority, Payoth Enam Hajidi, donated to the victims. Tema correspondent Kwame Yanka Hasmo. Kudikope is one of the upstream fishing communities in the Sojaman district of the eastern region impacted by the overflow of the Volta River from its source in Mali and Burkina Faso. Over the last one month, members of the affected communities have had their houses collapse and existing structures weakened as the flood water continues to wreak havoc. Having lost their economic lives to the situation, they say... Isojaman district Nadmo is yet to come to their aid, despite visiting the area and assuring them. Headman at Kudikope, Kudikofi, disclosed this to Joy News when Chief Executive Officer of the National Youth Authority, Pius Enam Hajide, donated to the victims. <laughs> We have been hit by the flood and have received no support, despite Nadmo and other officials being here. Those affected have no place to lay their heads. Unfortunately, some community members had their buildings collapsing upon receiving victims as the water continues to weaken structures here. We desperately need help. So Jamal Nadmo came here empty-handed. Some victims are calling on government to urgently assist them. Some 
The water has destroyed our homes, and we find ourselves in a very difficult situation. All we are asking for is help. Government needs to come to our aid. The past few weeks have not been easy for us. The flood has rendered us homeless, destroying our belongings, and are forced to patch with other community members. We are on our knees pleading with NADBO to help us. Chief Executive Officer for National Youth Authority and Parliamentary Hopeful in the Sojaman constituency, Payos Enam Hajide, after donating bags of rice, oil, and an amount of money to the victims, asked the district NADMO office to do more in helping the victims. The Volta River has overflown its banks and it is entered into the community and it's destroyed a number of houses. And so I came to see for myself, uh, to talk to the people, to sympathize with them and to empathize with them and support them. I also want to use this opportunity to appeal to uh, the disaster management organization, the NADMO. I also want to appeal to uh, all well-wishers, uh, philanthropists, uh, people of goodwill, uh, to come to our aid in Kudikope, uh, in Abume, in Peji, all in Jujokope, Budukrum. These are communities that have been very badly hit by the overflow of the of the Volta River, and that has led to the spillage of the Akosombo and the Kwong Dams. The team then visited Abume, a fishing community downstream where some houses have been affected due to spillage of the Akosombo Dam. Chief for the community, Togbi Dizonu II, says that the area. The spilling of the dam, in fact, it causes very, very bad situation to us. We are not going to work. We are fishermen in this community. So because of this, we can't go to anywhere to fish. So I'm pleading to the government to come to our aid so that uh, how we have uh, the money to give to our children to go to school to is very difficult for us. According to some women at Abume, they are forced to buy anchovies, also known as one month thousand from Germany in the Volta region, to serve their customers in the Sojaman district and beyond. The spillage for close to a month now, we can no longer fish. I came here with my... It's very scary at night. Since we don't know when our buildings could be coming down, the water keeps weakening our houses. We have nowhere to go. We are pleading with government to assist us. We are even fortunate, as Pius Enam Hajide has us in his thoughts. We are really starving. The tour ended at Peji, where the spillage has had a better part of the fishing community. There, Pius Hajide met opinion leaders and later donated bags of rice, oil, and an amount of money. Kwame Yankesh reports for Joy News.
Away from the floods, Dr. George Akufo-Dampari, the Inspector General of Police, has defended the decision to prevent demonstrators from occupying the Jolobi House. He explained the previous demonstrations in 2014 by Occupy Ghana was only a name but not directed at the Jolobi House and therefore cannot serve as a precedent for accusing the police of suppressing protesters. However, indicates that protesters were arrested after they attempted to take advantage of the proximity of the demonstration grounds to the Jolobi House to so invade the seat of government. The IGP was responding to questions on public safety from members of the Trades Union Congress during an engagement. The fundamental thing that came out was the issue of consistency. And the consistency bit came from two fronts, my big brother who spoke first and my brother who also later anchored that point about the fact that 2014 there was an issue of um, Occupy Flaster House. We, almost nine years now. So if we are not careful, nine years time, if we are not here, then there will be another meeting saying that, why are you stopping people for going to Jubilee House? Because nine years ago, which is today, there was a demonstration called Occupy Jubilee House. So there is one thing having the intention and naming a demonstration by that name. And another thing, it happened at the location that you had it. 2014, Nobody occupied the Jubilee House. It was in name. And they did a demonstration, and it was around Professor Madame of Wasserland's Park. And some of them made an attempt to run to the Jubilee House, and they were stopped at Africico Interchange. We have engagement, and we worked on it. And I think by that time, my brother, Lawyer Kofi Bento, was also even in the group. So we want that clarity to be there. Dr. Kofodampari has also taken on uh, protesters for misleading the public with allegations of brutalities in its recent demonstration. Let me give you one example as I conclude. Recently there was some demonstration that they said they want to demonstrate for three days or thereabouts. We went through a process based on what they want us to do we serve them, they say they still want to demonstrate. Then you saw that the police went there, and then they said, now what he's doing is unlawful gathering. So they picked about 48 people up, just to discourage even people from throwing up the mall. So that at the end of the day, we wait for the court to make a determination as to how the demonstration should go. As soon as they were arrested, they went around making all sorts of allegations and all sorts of noise, and said, police have brutalized us, they have done this, have done that, have done that. I took it upon myself the following day to meet their leaders, some of them, and told them that if we have respected the process and allowed the court to tell us how we should go about it, we won't get to where we are getting to. But because we have succeeded with all the propaganda and convincing the public that I see we are against you demonstrating, and also the lies about the fact that police have brutalized you, we will let you continue the demonstration. And you let you finish with all the days that you want to come I and mean, do the demonstration. But I will challenge you to bring any evidence that speaks to the fact that you were brutalized. As I speak, 
after months of completing that demonstration to today, not a shred of evidence has been brought up to indicate that police have been victimized. But until I, I told you this, and you being here, you will have had a mindset based on what they were spelling out there that they The rifts between Old Vandals Association and the management of the University of Ghana continues to deepen as the former accuses the current management of a deliberate hatred against affiliates of the Commonwealth Hall. The two stakeholders of Ghana's premier university for some time now have been engaged in both verbal and legal tussles over some decisions of the management which the association describes as vindicative and unjust. Isaac Nketia Sapon who is the national president of... At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Go back, do get stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. Actions according to the old Vandals Association, affiliates of Commonwealth Hall have become victims of deliberate hatred emanating from the management of the university. Addressing it as we hold the motive. Of the current crop of leaders at the university are only time water that a deep seated dislike for the Commonwealth War and vandals by the current University of Ghana administration has no basis. He says the perceived rivalry between affiliates of Commonwealth and Mensa Saba halls is untrue, insisting that the two halls are best of friends. There is a misconception that we need to correct using this medium. And uh, we are talking about the uh, rivalry, friends on campus. This is in conflict. As we speak, members of these two halls are not at loggerheads, as the university authority may want us to believe. Such narratives by the university are just towards smoke screens which only serve as long paths for unleashing a well-rehearsed agenda against student activism and progressive developments among students of the university. Late last year, 17 innocent students of the hall were arrested and brutalized by the police at the invitation of the university administration. Whilst they tried to enter the hall following the court order I spoke about earlier. These students were quickly put before the court by the police and they were remanded for six days. Regrettably, the police failed to prosecute the innocent students after the court had given them several. The father of one of the students collapsed upon hearing of what his child had been. He died eventually. 
Meanwhile, the Vice Chancellor of the University, Professor Nana Appa Apia Amfo, says the old Vandals Association cannot determine for the university authorities on how the various halls should be managed. I do not think that you come to the university for three, four, even five years and you resided in a particular hall and after you have left the university and you are working you know, out there in your companies, you would want to uh, basically dictate how the university management manages these halls. That should be left for university university management. If you have ideas, suggestions, you know, you can pass them on. The two stakeholders of the university are currently in court seeking the intervention of the law court in addressing their differences. Various businesses, including one of Ghana's leading oil palm companies, Bengsu Oil Palm Plantation, they're going through a tough time due to the terrible nature of roads in the enclave. The deteriorating Kejebriel-Mpohobensu Road has worsened the operations. What was once an economic lifeline has now become a stifling nightmare. Samuel Kojobrace has been following this for Joy News. Year after year, the government has looked on for the total deterioration of the Kejebur Bensu Road. This road, used to facilitate the quick transportation of semi-finished goods from the Bensu oil palm plantation, Bob, to their clients in Tema. But today, the road has become a major headache to the company, almost grounding the operations. For the past two weeks, we've not sent any even a drop of uh, CPU to our refinery in Tema. We had about 12 tankers parked here in our yard as we speak, just waiting for an improvement in the condition of the road so we can, we can send them. We tried one this afternoon, and the, the results has not been quite encouraging. 100 meters distance could take about three minutes with trucks wobbling on the deteriorated road. Bob's estate and plantation manager Kwesi Ba-Ofori spoke about the dire consequences of the bad road on the company. So once the road is in this condition, we are not able to send our crude palm oil to our refinery in Pema. And, and it gets to the point that our tanks have to be are full and we cannot continue with production. We have to shut down production. And mind you, this plantation employs over 2,000 employees and they are all accommodated on this site. They all live in the plantation in the estate. So the impact is quite uh, dire. And we are talking about over thousands of farmers who also supply our mill. And once the mill is full of CPU, we will not be able to keep up with the production. And all these farmers will eventually be impacted. Bob is not the only company feeling the pinch. Residents of the area also feel the pain of bumping gullies. Alfred has been driving on this road for two years. We met him repairing his broken down vehicle along the road. This road doesn't help us at all. We suffer a lot on it. When you work for three days, you have to take everything you've got to do maintenance. So are we progressing or retrogressing? This road is terrible. It is not helping us at all. Alfred says vehicular breakdowns leave holes in his finances. 
with clients also refusing to pay more for transportation due to the current economic squeeze, the driving business is no longer lucrative. Since I say you should top taxis, what the cities as soon as it rains, taxis take 30 cities. Meanwhile, if the road was good, I'm not sure they would even charge 10 cities. The residents here who don't have cars suffer. So imagine what will happen if there is someone who needs urgent medical attention. We plead with government to come and construct this road for us. Several of the trucks which load Bob's semi-finished product to your client in Tema. At Strayer University, we see you striving to work harder and go further. That's why we provide you with the tools you need to get there, like offering a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can do your coursework anytime, anywhere, and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. All the time, Zuto. We spend too much time when we come here because of the poor nature of the road. And it often rains in this place too. If the company grader doesn't pull you from this place to Kijibro, for you to continue, you can't go. Even with that, we still suffer. It is only when you are, if you are not able to go, you can't get it. So it affects our finances. The estate and plantation manager for the Bensu Oil Palm Plantation, Kwesi Brown Ofori, says the nature of the road is having a telling impact on the operations and their contribution to the local economy. I mean, the impact is impact on even the Ghana Stock Exchange. We are quite a big company. We are making a lot of impacts in the lives of the communities within which we operate. Just last year, we bought a fruits palm fruits to the tune of over 40 million Ghana cities from farmers. This year, as September, we've bought over 62 million Ghana cities. Yes, that is the kind of amount of money we are pouring in the communities. And uh, once our product is not able to go to its final destination, eventually, if we are not able to send it to the, its final destination, then we can not also continue buying from the farmers and, you know, the farmers will eventually also send it to the its final destination. Then we can not also continue buying from the farmers, and you know, the farmers will eventually also of um, investors, you know, to invest in treasury bills and other things. And then on the other hand, government is also fighting inflation, you know, using the monetary policy. And so if it turns up that you know we they have to keep you know that pace going. Our, our, our wish is that the government takes it up and we know it is, the government is challenged with a lot of rules, a lot of road network that he has to go to. He's doing his best, but we think... Let's now cross over uh, for an engagement uh, by the IGP with the Electoral Commission, the NPP, uh, Election Committee and representatives of Flagbearer aspirants ahead of the November 4 conference. Again, also my colleagues from the Inke Fraternity, and knowing that Sunday is Saturday, I think, Sunday is our day, we want to wish all of you well as we prepare towards the Ghana Journalist Association's uh, 
hours period. So we all will be there. We are with you in spirit and we'll keep praying for you to have a successful event. Today we are here to take another step to deepen our democratic practices. This time around, in connection with the internal elections of the new patriotic party, we've worked with a party for nearly two years now in its quest to position its leaders from all the levels, constituency, regional, national, and now in the domain of working towards electing a presidential candidate. The first leg we worked together and in August we were able to successful first leg of that exercise. And we have November 4th ahead of us for the final leg of that exercise. And we look forward also to early next year to work with you as you work towards selecting your parliamentary candidate. We've done the same for the other major political party, the NDC, and it has been successful all at this level. And we want to use this opportunity to thank all the political parties and today the MPP in particular for cooperation extended to us for us to create a platform in an engaged faction to work together to deepen our democracy. That is all what we require for Ghana to continue to be a beacon of hope in a sub-region and in African continent and beyond, and for people to continue also to learn from us as we continue to make this country great and strong. Having said that, we want to assure you that on the 4th, we are going to give you an overdose of security and it will be excellent. It will be awesome. All what we require from you is to support us for each and every one of us to play his or its role. And then with that, we'll be able to ensure that the police will do their work, the EC will do their work, and all the people who will be voting across the country will also come out freely, willingly to vote and all the agents will also do what they're supposed to do for all of us to finish that process and for all of us to be winners at the level of the party, at the level of the country, and also at the level of the continent. It is on this note that we want to, on behalf of my colleagues, to once again welcome you and for us to have this fruitful discussion. And thereafter, we'll take it forward and we know it will be successful. At Strayer University, we see you striving to work harder and go further. That's why we provide you with the tools you need to get there, like offering a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can do your coursework anytime, anywhere, and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Thank you very much, IG. It's now the turn of the deputy chairman. So this also has the same locking system. This.
three times this three times down and up also we have the latch so that in the case of emergency if suppose somebody is knocking the unknown person the unexpected person you know nowadays lot of intruders they come they don't call and unexpected people they knock if suppose the small child is inside he doesn't have to unlock the door only he can just put small so the latch can attach this one and he can see the person whether he knows the person he can let him in if he doesn't know he can just close the door if you're security conscious and may want a bulletproof door safety at home solutions as you covered as you can see here bulletproof security doors mm. very much and um may i also on behalf of the chepes electoral commission this is um we are almost close to the date and the commission is not leaving any stone on ten we are doing all what we could to make the election successful we also plead with other stakeholders we know how the police has actually been working we know how the elections committee has also been working very hard we plead with all stakeholders to join the commission to have a very successful elections camp november 4 thank you thank you very much mr samuel tete i now have a singular okay to give us some comments shall we please call for prof one more time thank you sir thank you very much madam our respected igp distinguished senior members of our police force members of the uc particularly mr tete and uh, our well known doctor who is being the main man of the operational issues i wish to introduce to you my my team a very very strong team in working morning noon and night we have mr abankwai wa mr william yamwa madam rita sobaire lawyer philip mkrumah mr evans dimakun fuya chichiwa miss absent are our honorable afinyo makin professor frulu who are on some other engagements on this occasion we have also members of our own party who are representatives of the various contestants in our election that is dr baumia mr edipon dr akutu free and mr anai nimo present also at the moment is the general secretary of our party 
who has joined us uh, for this meeting. And that tells all of us the importance we attach to the occasion ahead of us. We want to say without any equivocation that this process is going to belong to the EC and the police. It is an ordinary election, an election to elect a flag bearer for the NPP. And we intend that everything must go according to law. If we were capable of security, we would have provided it ourselves. So we know the appropriate authority is the Ghana police. It is not just an internal event for which matter it is our own thing to do. In fact, even a family meeting, if you have it and you don't go according to law and you start fighting, very soon police will have to come. So nothing is beyond the parameters of the police when it borders upon the peace and security of our country. It is also a fact that the Electoral Commission has been set up as an independent institution whose job basically is to carry out elections in our country. So they must know all the dynamics of elections. For that matter, we are authorizing you as a party to take absolute control of all the processes that you regulate during a normal election in this republic. We have made a number of guidelines. It's a matter of common consent. In fact, we've worked out the dynamics in such a way that Dr. Bosman and Cole, they want to know that we also have our own IPAC. And we call it Intraparty Advisory Committee. This time not interparty, but intraparty. And we are working together. So there's nothing new to any of the gentlemen who are seated here now representing the relevant candidates in our election. We are saying this to assure you that the regulations which they have all signed to and which we are going to make available to the police, already available to the East, is going to be the blueprint of the process. Anyone who disregards this on that day should be dealt with according to law. We want to establish that this country is a lawful nation. And for that matter, in particular, the NPP is an advanced party. We claim to be the fathers and mothers of democracy in Ghana, and we will always continue to do so. Therefore, we must act in a manner that is in conformity with the relevant claims that we make. We therefore urge you to ensure that you do your work accordingly. There will be no go, there will be no no-go areas in this process. Ghana is one republic and it belongs to all of us. It is not even a federal country nor a confederation. Therefore, our 
IGP has jurisdiction over every single police in every corner. So does the Electoral Commission, so far as electoral matters are concerned. Our General Secretary is here to reinforce the fact that this is the approach of the party. And we want to lead the way so that in future, in political party elections, we will not have any mayhems and unnecessary troubles. So, as we come to discuss the dynamics, our main point is that, ladies and gentlemen, police, you see, we urge you to do your work on that day. No minister, no official, no person whatsoever has any jurisdiction over you, nor myself, nor members of our commission. Anything that is illegal is illegal. You are in charge. And we will say this openly and publicly. And at the end of it, our party, the NPP, will be the winner, and Ghana will be the winner, and any foreigner who stands aside or apart will say, oh, these are civilized people. We thank you very much. Speaker of Parliament, uh, Aaron Michael Quay, who is also a member of the NPP Vetting Committee, pledging to ensure peaceful conference at the NPP uh, Presidential Conference uh, as they gear up uh, for its delegates conference to elect a flag bearer for the NPP for the 2024 elections. Earlier we heard from the IGP and the EC uh, all asking for cooperation to be able to deliver a good job. Uh, currently, there's a general secretary of the NPP uh, making his remarks. Let's take you back there. On that day, it does not matter whether the person is in government, whether the person is a national chairman or general secretary all of us are going to follow the dictates as indicated by the Electoral Commission and the Ghana Police Service. On 27th of August, the respective institution, the Ghana Police Service and the Electoral Commission did a woman's job. And we are looking forward uh, to even better what happened on August 26th. I must admit that there were certain uh, bit of infractions on uh, 26th of August. And we are hoping that come November 4th, uh, these things will not happen. So, Mr. IGP and your team, you have absolute support of the party. On that day, look at it without fear or favor and act and do your work as you professionally always do. You have our full support of the party and the Electoral Commission likewise. Thank you very much and we are wishing for successful <laughs>
And that was Justin Kodia, his NPP General Secretary, also assuring uh, uh, the Electoral Commission and the IGP of its preparedness to ensure this eval and free delegates conference. Definitely he admits the higher stakes in the upcoming delegates conference, but he says that the party will do it best to ensure that uh, it ends smoothly. And of course, it's on the November 4, the NPP getting ready to elect its flag bearer for the 2024 elections. We'll be bringing you more from this engagement with political the NPP and the Electoral Commission. We also have the IGP actually congratulating the GJA and also wishing it well for its upcoming um, awards ceremony. Let's get on to other stories. As death tolls in the Israel-Hamas war surges and calls for a ceasefire and need for humanitarian support increases, Joy News has been engaging envoys of the two warring factions in Ghana, the ambassadors of Palestine and Israel, on the development. Speaking on the Pulse show with Blazer Soga, yesterday the Palestinian ambassador to Ghana, His Excellency Abdel Fattah Ahmed Khalil al-Satari, said there is a need for Israel to be impressed upon to cease fire. He explained that children and women are being heavily attacked and massed up. People uh, like to say that Hamas attacked Israel on that day because of that Israel attacked Palestine. The conflict did not start on the 7th of October. The, the conflict started when Israel started to occupy my people and my country and our lands. In, from 1967 to now, hundreds of thousands from my people killed by the Israelis. And this is not the first war, as your friend said, against Gaza. You know, in 2014, Israel killed more than 2,650 from my people, and five of them were the children. I cannot understand. So the children attacked Israel with the rockets. The children entered the border and attacked the Israeli soldiers and the settlers in, inside Israel. In that war, 2012, the Israelis killed more than 700 from my people. And Israel attacked Gaza, not Gaza attacked Israel. In the war 2012, the Israelis killed more than uh, people. And Israel attacked Gaza, not Gaza attacked Israel. In the war 2012, the Israelis killed more than... Uh, Enjoy speech clarity, noise reduction, and hearing technology that adapts to your unique sound environments. And the audiology team can provide adjustments to your hearing aids remotely. On and house it to the people. So this conflict did not start in, 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 in the 7th of October, and we should talk only if we want to understand what's happening in Palestine. The conflict in the children, everything, the history about Palestine and the geography about Palestine. On her part, the Israeli ambassador to Ghana, Shlomit Sufa, speaking to Evans Mens on PM Express, said there's currently no room for peace talks until Israel has dealt with the threats to its people, suggesting Iran has a hand in the activities of the Gaza Strip. I didn't hear um, anyone talking about, with a Palestinian representative, over 220 hostages taken to the Gaza Strip including a six-month-old baby. What kind of monster will snatch babies from their beds and hold them? We don't know where. There's no telling of their well-being. They have no connection to their families. They have no connection to the Red Cross. We need to see the international community focusing on, you're talking about humanitarian issues, 
we want to see how the rights of the Israelis being held, and not just Israelis, by the way, also a couple of dozens of foreign people, foreigners, held. We've seen pictures of these children held in cages. It, that, that's, that may be the case. And it, this, this is whole not the time to talk them. about peace. Um, it's not the time to talk about peace. It is not the time to talk about peace. Because if, Why? Why if you that? stop now, Israel, if you stop us and do not allow, enable Israel to destroy Hamas capabilities, the only thing that you'll be doing is to zero the timer for the next escalation. There is no peace, there is no reconciliation, there is no settlement with this entity that is about destroying a state. It's not about the Palestinian You, you, you said that this, that this is not the time to talk about peace. The first attempt to get a UN resolution was to have a humanitarian pause. At Strayer University, we see you striving to work harder and go further. That's why we provide you with the tools you need to get there, like offering a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can do your coursework anytime, anywhere, and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. We believe that uh, Ghana is reviewing very carefully. I'm not here to talk on behalf of Ghana. Decisions about that will demonstrate best the interests of Ghana. And again, I'm the representative of Israel, so it is... The African Football League. Who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money? Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together.
positioning, and I'm going in. The most appetizing fixtures on the calendar. It's an October showdown on Supersport. The biggest! Catch the best and end your month off like a champion. Do not scratch your eyes. You are really seeing the most extraordinary finish here. Bayern scored! Fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. And the air traffic controllers who navigate our skies, the engineers who ensure availability of our equipment, and the countless professionals who ensure that aviation remains the safest mode of transportation. Joyce Asante, Director of Air Traffic Safety Engineering at the Ghana Civil Aviation Authority, said it is necessary for all civil aviation authorities to embrace modern technology within the air transport space to ensure safety at all times. Traditionally, conventional radars have been useful in providing very important information to our air traffic management systems. Radars typically provide vital information about aircrafts such as their identity, the altitude at which they are flying, their speeds, bearings, as well as other relevant information. This is the altitude at which they are flying, their speeds, bearings, as well as other relevant information. This you did mention that the price of petrol, for instance, is going to remain unchanged. I want to know that. When separating aircraft. Now, cocoa farmers have been advised to desist from the use of weedy sized and unapproved agrochemicals which contaminate cocoa beans and render to interact with farmers as well as inspect ongoing productivity enhancement programs. The CEO, who was accompanied by a key management and technical team of the Cocoa Board, disclosed to Joy News that the main purpose of the visit is to help boost the productivity of farmers, which would in turn better their lives as farmers. This year, it has rained, but then the flowers are not coming. So we want to come and then, you know, interact with them, and also educate the farmers as to what to do. Um, you know, they can recover. What we are looking for is that the farmers should be able to increase productivity from the current um, three, six bucks, three to six bucks. We expect them to do 20 bucks per acre. And you can see that, uh, you know, after the message, many of these farmers uh, are showing that you know, confidence that uh, they will be able to do it. He was however quick to admonish cocoa farmers to desist from using weedicides, which, according to him, causes havoc to the soil as well as affect the quality of Ghana's cocoa beans when used excessively. In effect, 
they really start destroy the soil and hinder decomposition. So you realize that most of the farms are being destroyed, the soils are being destroyed just because of the use of Uricide. And then the Uricide had uh, 2,4-D. 2,4-D is a chemical which shouldn't appear in any cocoa bean. But when they use Uricide, you know, the cocoa tree is so sensitive that it's able to uh, absorb some of these uh, chemicals like the 2,4-D. And that's all for this segment. The news continues after the break. Starting this October 20th to 11th of November. The African Football League. Who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and taking 0.4 million prize money? Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together. we wrap up the bulletin this morning my name is Aisha Ibrahim log on to myjohnline.com let's move the news and updates of all the developing stories see you again at 12 in a fast-paced world every day brings new challenges and new opportunities at Strayer University we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. 